Everybody shut up! Right now, please give your undivided attention to Clark Cobb and his good friend Socko. <laughs> Socko's got a hand up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> upstate new york this is the slam tilt podcast a show about all things pinball i'm your host ron hallett here with my co-host bruce nightingale a sad day today is a sad day and, and we'll we'll tell you why in a second welcome to episode 44 skyfall and as we're on our james bond kick we must mention today is a sad day in the world of james bond probably a happy day in the world of specter i'm guessing yes as Roger Moore passed away at the age of 89. I actually thought he was older. Yeah, but uh, he was the longest-running Bond. He was the oldest Bond, so we learned a lot today. Yeah, he's actually older than Connery. Yes, and uh, he unfortunately passed away from cancer. So, very sad day, and it's fitting that we've been doing all the Bond stuff. Yep. So, And don't forget he was the Saint. He was the Saint. I always thought it was funny that in the Saint... One of the gimmicks was the fact that he, he there was no stunt double. He did all his own fighting stunts. Yet in and the then, James Bond movies, there's like always a stunt double for him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But we have guests today. We, we have guests? Plural. Yes, that's plural. Mm. Well, go ahead. First, first, bringing back for his, I think, his fourth time on the show. Is it fourth? Let me ask him. Is it your fourth time? Yeah, I think four. All right, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good with these numbers. Mr. Alex Jones! Hey, folks, glad to be back. Talking about uh, George Soros' latest uh, WikiLeaks documents. We've got it right here, so we got a lot to cover. Uh, who the fuck is Alex Jones, boy? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Damn. Actually, that's probably someone Hank Hill would listen to, I would think. It probably would be. You know, Alex Jones has got it right. Um, but... We also have another guest. Do a first-time guest. I'm not going to screw up his name because I like his name. So it so it rolls off the tongue. Greg Pavarelli. What a great name you have. How's it going, everybody? Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for having no me. No problem. No, no problem. So, as we ask every guest, what got you into pinball? Oh, um, let's see. I think uh, the first time I played pinball was at a bar when I was 20. I snuck in to play a Spider-Man, and uh, I realized that. There was so much of it in New York City, and there was a big opportunity to get into it. It was a good social scene. So many awesome places in Brooklyn and Manhattan. And I kind of just picked it up quick. Uh, I had people like Frank Romero show me the ropes, and it just came to fruition. You are ranked now 108th in the world. At the age of 26, that is very impressive. Yeah, thanks, man. It's, uh, it's been an interesting season. I keep getting 10s. It's hard to move up when you, when you need to pass the 10s. Yes. Uh, you are second in the upstate New York championship right now. Uh, not the upstate, sorry, the uh, regular state champion. You're right behind that Steve Bowden guy. Hi, Steve. Fun with bonus. <laughs> that's like virtually being first. I love, I love when Steve Bowden's ahead of me. He's never playing New York. I know. So you're actually our first. And Zen is like 50 points behind you. So very nice. Sunshine Pinball League, baby. Sunshine Pinball League. Yes, it does help you. 
I think uh, you guys are all going to creep up this year. I've barely played this year. I'm in 33rd. I'm not even on the board or something. Mm, oh, you are. Yeah, I'm looking right now. 50th? T-Sex is on the way, though. T-Sex is 13th. 13th. He did. The question looking... is, will he play Connecticut? No, I got to take you down, Greg. I can't go mm-hmm. to Connecticut. Uh, I'm pulling a levy. I'm playing Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, Ron, Ron Hallett is 55th Woo-hoo! in the state of New York. Yes. Excellent. We have some good players with us right now, so uh, it's going to be nice to get a talk about you know IFPA and more stuff going on in this uh, episode of uh, Skyfall. Greg, what games do you own right now? I own one machine. Um, what, which machine my... would this be? Oh, I know you're going to love this, Bruce. I know. You're oh, I know your game. I know you're a big Gottlieb fan. I love Gottlieb so much. Well, oh. I, I bought this game uh, due to Levy not having space in the Funtorium, and he came across a pretty decent deal. It's got new boards. It plays like a gem. It's a perfect game for a guy like me that can't fix machines yet. I've got the all-famous Buck Rogers. Beady, beady, buck. Buck, beady, suck, suck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. How apropos. targets. <laughs> I believe that was one of our games we hate last week. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) I just picked a golly. (laughs) I won't lie. I've played the heck out of it. I kind of love it, but I am willing to trade up. So for all the people out there that are hearing this, if you're interested in my Buck Rogers in playing condition with a new board, I'm trying to move up in the world of pinball owning. He's selling it already. I'm trading up. (laughs) We have a couple of There's like three of them. We got a couple of people getting rid of games. Ron's trying to get rid of his Ghostbusters, so hey, you never know. Hey, Ron had a good game on, on Ghostbusters this weekend. I know he hates it, but he played well. I had a good ball on Ghostbusters, and then then, then I just needed to. Well, we'll get into that debacle. Be soon, and then uh, we have we also have somebody who's trying to get rid of a Hobbit. So hey, you never know. That's a game I hate. Sorry, yeah, me too. Me too. Ooh. But but Hobbit is you know no longer going to be available in a couple of weeks. They're discontinuing Maybe. them? They're taking both lines down. Those for actually, dialed in. For dialed in. Yes. They're going to take away yes. Wizard of and Hobbit, and they're going to put both for hot, dialed in. They are really ramping up for this. All right. I don't think I've seen either Bruce or Ron at um, Sunshine yet, and I'm going to implore you both to take a visit. I think we're getting a, a dialed in LE. Dude, dude, seven and a half hours. I know. For a tournament during the week. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. We're going to try to do a 12-hour tournament overnight with 64 people, the winner of which will get a jackpot. So if we do that, maybe that'll be, give you a little push. That would give me incentive to come down because I can always stay at my sister-in-law's house. Let's see. Sunshine. Uh, that was uh, no parking, right? Just um, street no, parking. But, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you park in my house, Ron. Okay. See? Yeah, Greg oh, doesn't live too close to Sunshine, though. So no, I, just take the, I would just take the train in and then take the subway. That's how I would do it. I can usually park at Sunshine on a Sunday pretty easily on the street, a couple blocks away. It's not so bad. No, I don't mind the subway or the train system. That's fine. I'm easy with that. You're talking to a person who used to hang out in the city a lot. Yay! Hey! And you guys value game quality really well. You're like probably the two owner players that have the the best maintained machines that I know, and um. Thank there's, you. There's there's nothing next to Peter's games when it comes to location pinball. I disagree. Tim <laughs> doesn't like it because he doesn't win there, and it's the only place he doesn't beat us at. That's all. So no, because 
he's not a player and he doesn't know how the games are supposed to play. I wish he could just set a tilt bob slightly looser and make it one extra tilt warning instead of none or something. But sadly, when you miss a shot because you don't know the game, you you pay by tilting every time. So you'll never be able to pl- win a tournament there unless you go there every Wednesday. So Tim, That's you have you, you have my <laughs> disease when it comes to Keeler's place. I have the Keeler. Yeah, I had the problem with Keeler's the same way you had the problem with Sunshine then. Yeah, but everyone got mad at me at Keeler's for tightening tilt bobs, so now they're super loose. And uh, if you oh miss, God, hopefully that's you even can worse. That's even worse. Wedge one of those games out and save yeah, the ball. I don't know what place Bruce is going to. I never had any problem with the tilt. Not the tilts, but just everything else. Yeah, the games are slow. <laughs> you definitely need to adjust. I remember the first time we ran one of those open tournaments, and I hadn't been there in a couple months. And, you know, you watch the ball float from the one side of the playfield to the other, and you just don't know how to react. Bowden, uh, you know, Steve was great though with his freaking videos, and, he, and there he's watching. He's talking about that funhouse down there at the vault. <laughs> he's like, "Look at the floaty funhouse, Bruce." <laughs> <laughs> there's something and, about that funhouse. Everybody was getting twenty million. I know, because it was so slow. It's like you were you were like Babe Ruth winding up for the freaking home run shot. I never saw so many balls go into Rudy's mouth. Uh, Oops. Money shot. <laughs> oh. oh, Greg will fit right in, I see. Uh, he will fit right Money in. Shot. Oh, good Lord. So, Greg, you're going on a trip soon, aren't you? Uh, yeah, um, Zen and I both fly out from JFK this Sunday night at 7 p.m., and we land in Copenhagen Monday morning and straight to the tournament. Oh, boy. The uh, Danish Pinball Open is later that day. Hopefully okay. the jet lag does not impede in that it won't the first day. I did it last year in Netherlands, and it wasn't that bad. The second day, just as soon as you know that thing, go right to bed. Yep. Sleep it off. Yep. And then, um, actually, after IFPA is over, we're probably going to go to the Netherlands. We might stop off in Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam's rocks. So oh, love bye. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you will love it. Is it Co- Copenhagen or Copenhagen? Uh, I think Americans say Copenhagen, but everybody I've spoke to that's been there says Copenhagen. Ah, Copenhagen. Do what wrong? <laughs> we say everything wrong in this podcast. Jesus Christ! They've got cool formats that they're using over there. Just make sure you know all the rules before starting. Yeah, Bruce is familiar with the weird rules of uh of Europe. <laughs> well, the, the Danish Open is a lot like uh, a tournament you would expect. It's just a pop entry of eight games, but it's no redos, no reentry, so there's pressure on. But the second tournament um, is interesting. I've never played in anything like it. You get randomized into a group of nine players, and you play against each person twice head-to-head, so 16 matches. And the top four out of the nine move on to A, and the next two move on to B, something like that. So you're trying to like be consistent. You're just trying to I like that. Games. That sounds pretty cool, actually. Uh, I'm confused. I get confused with any rules, really. <laughs> So last oh, last weekend was not good for me. Yeah. yeah, that was confusing for me, and I was helping them run it, sort of. So. I was very confused. Let's let's talk about that. This past weekend was a tournament at the Morristown Game Vault, which had a very interesting format. It was something like now I might may have this wrong here. It was like what on ten games, and if you got was it the top score or the top two scores? 
it was supposed to be top four because they had set up everything to look like an 80 plus player tournament with the 40 player finals, but it scaled down for fewer participants. So if it was 60 players, it'd be top three scores. 20 players would be top two scores or 40 players would be top two scores and 20 would make finals. All right. I think it was, what was it then? Was it 40? I it wound up being 60 with 12 players playing one game in the last hour. Even though it was $5 for three games. They just played one game each. Magic. Magic. <laughs> Hashtag Super League. I think the idea was that, hey, anyone can make the finals. You literally only have to play one game. Off the street too, right? Yep. Off the street, <laughs> yep. You, you just come and come on down. Come on in. If you get first or second, you get to the finals. Oh, Jesus Christ. But it wasn't actually that. because It didn't end up being that at all, actually. Yeah, because when you have 30 players make the finals, you can call it top three players, make the finals, and some other stuff. But 30 players is a lot of players to make a finals. And when we had to go... Uh, Steve Bannon's live video way down the list, you realized how many names 30 names is. It takes a while to find all those players and kick them in there. I have Plus admit- 16 players made B, so I think anyone who came back the next day was probably playing in yeah. some sort of final. It was just B. It was just four people, and they had to wait for them to show up. It was like a 2 o'clock B. <laughs> yeah, it was a stretch. I, I have to admit that while the format was confusing, and I don't think anyone involved would ever choose to run it again, the qualifying period was cool in two senses that there was a purpose to playing your hardest on every game, which uh, a couple of us did. And having that buy was a big advantage for game choice, even though I totally choked it after getting it. But also it boosted the pot. Um, people were trying their hardest because they didn't realize that they wouldn't qualify without a top three score. So a lot of people were paying the entry fee. I think the charity aspect of it helps people feel confident in putting money into it. But I mean, we got $1,800 to play for, plus the money raised for the charity. So outside of a circuit, it was the most money that I've competed for in a tournament. And, um, you know, that, there's something to say about that. That's pretty awesome. And all I had to do was win in the second round. I was guaranteed $100. Yeah. But what happened? I, I failed. However, how did you fail? However, Bruce. Hey, your normal stuff? If, your normal if, stuff of failed out of the money? Hold on. Now. Last week we talked about this, and you told me I had to qualify. Which and you, you told did. me I, I would. Everyone, you told me I, I would qualify. Did. Yeah, I think everyone did. Everyone did. I think. I think. I think the uh, the guy, the bum down the street with the freaking you know jingle can was hey, Bruce, trying to. Hey Bruce, Bruce, who, who had the number one score on Amigo? I don't know. God, that would be was, me. Was... That would be me, ah. number one score. So guess what? It wouldn't have friggin' mattered if it was like twenty people. I would have been in. Ah. Yep. So bite me. On my last ticket, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I love getting him going. It's so easy. Oh, it's so easy. So we get we get into the I get through the first round, and I actually I almost I almost had a um a twelver because they're doing the Papa scoring. So I had a four, okay. four, and a two. First, first, and second. Uh, we get to the next round, and we get to the last game, and it's on Ghostbusters. You're welcome. Yes. So. I'm playing this thing, and and the first, you know, I I own it, and I still don't freaking understand it. I, I the first ball, I purposely went for like the captive ball to light lock. I just wanted to hit it twice just to get the lock lit. Figured maybe I could do. I, I want at least the multi ball. 
good strategy in my opinion. Well, just 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 because the modes and the short plunging the skill shot and all that crap, it's like maybe I can just get a multi ball and maybe something will happen. Oh no, you don't know about the new exploit on Ghostbusters? Oh, uh, well, we can talk about that. Uh, hold on, let me get through my pain. So the second ball, sure enough, I start multi ball. So while I'm in multi ball, I'm also hitting the captive ball. So I have some some kind of doubler crap going. I, I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> the, the, the multi-ball and, and yeah, Ghostbusters has the shortest damn multi-balls. As soon as balls come out, they drain. They drain. They drain. They drain. So I got the deal where like pretty much everything drained, and I had the like a couple seconds to hit the ramp for the, the jackpot. And I hit it, and I get the super jackpot of like 43 million. But I know I'd like, damn, I don't know how that happened. So I end up with like... I don't know. I think I had what did I have? 156. I don't remember. Buck 60. Yeah, buck yeah, 60. Like 160 million. So then Sanjay gets up there on his third ball, and he kicks ass. He passes me. So I get up on my uh, third ball, and I, I probably only really need to hit a couple shots because I'm in a mode. So at least I don't have to start a mode. I just need to hit a couple shots. That didn't happen. <laughs> I think I think I got control. Uh, you know, I shot one thing, missed it, and I could never get control back, and it was gone, and I lost. I thought you had it. Sucked. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate, but I, I know you don't know the rules that well. But you didn't go for the ten percent skill shot. You went for PKE. If you went for the right orbit, you had him on the skill shot, and you went for the wrong one. And I can tell you about the exploit because you're guaranteed to get that skill shot. What you do is, if you keep the skill shot in the default position, so right orbit, and E in the top lanes, you plunge the ball halfway up the ramp, and then when the ball comes down before it hits the plunge lane switch again, you plunge it back into play very quickly. Automatically gives you that skill shot. Really? So you get 10% of your score. Stern knows about it. I learned about it from Jack's stream, Dead Flip. And uh, I started doing it every single time on the Tops one at Rock Fantasy. They got to change that. Yeah, they they know about it, but you, you take the default, you plunge it, not hard enough, up. not hard enough to actually okay. And, and then... it's rolling back to the plunger, and then you hold it, and as soon as the ball comes back, you let go of it, pop it around again. Is the idea and you it don't want you it, everything? You don't want it to actuate the switch at the bottom, or is that what is that the deal? That's or? how it was described to me, but it seems like the switch just needs like half a second to make sure it's being pressed. So when you say you plunge it right back and it goes returns to the plunger, are you plunging it into playback or just yeah? You like, plunge full plunge. Oh, so you 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 do a soft plunge and then before it even really finishes landing, you plunge it all the way back as hard as you can. Yep, like a wind up, like you throw a pitch to yourself. Huh. And just swing your bat at it. I don't know if I would be testing stuff like that, playing for your life in a third ball three of a game three of a, of a round where there's a lot of money at stake, though. That seems tricky. Well, well that's why Timmy's does it beforehand. Yeah, when you fail, you miss the you miss the hit. The ball lands right back in the trough. You wait a couple seconds until it lets you select skill shots again, and then you just do it again. Lob it up, swing, home run. Ten percent of your score. This particular Ghostbusters had a really bad glitch that was happening. I don't know if it was a switch issue, but you would hit the right orbit from a left trap on the skill shot, and instead of registering the skill shot or the mode start, it wouldn't register either one, and then it would light Ghost to light the mode instead, and then that 
ghost target wouldn't light the mode at all. So you would just be in jail. So like ball one, you would hit your shot. You should start, where's the dog? And the the 10%, you don't get it. And then you're in some kind of weird jail where the only thing you could light is multi-ball locks. But you don't even want to start your multi-ball because you can't light any modes. It was the worst. It, it happened in qualifying a that's bunch. That's not of- a glitch. That's a broken game. Yeah. Look at that. Well, it, they didn't fix it, so that's weird. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghostbuster! All things aside, the vault is a pretty great place. I think Ron would agree with me on that. The games are yeah, playing the games pretty were, good. Games were, in his, and things like you play, le- well, Lethal Weapon 3 was leaning heavily to the right, but it had, like, different software on it. It had the, the modified software where you don't get, like, the free multi-balls lit on the third ball deal. So you can tell somebody went through, you know, to try to, you know, some care was taken into into the games, is what I'm saying. The owner, David... The owner David's very enthusiastic about pinball and bringing the pinball community into the vault, and he definitely cared a lot about what was going on, and I respect him a lot for that. Yeah, I would have gone if I didn't have a panic attack every time I read the rules. (laughs) (laughs) And then piss piss everyone off. At like 10 p.m. the night before, like, what's going on? I don't understand. And then I knew I knew you were a goner, dude. When it said like, oh, there's. Top two scores will make it, but one of the scores will be selected randomly. And I'm like, oh, God, no. What does that word mean? <laughs> it could mean anything. That was the most randomly. painful process I've ever experienced in a pinball tournament. Like, when I run a tournament, I just want to know exactly what's going on all the time in case anyone asks me. And, like, I don't think any of us knew what was going on by the time qualifying was over. It was just a nightmare. The only real way you can do the eliminations, it has to be computerized and it has to be, like, you have two leaderboards, what everyone is at, and then what people are at with eliminations. That's why you need to go to the tournament stomp. You have to go to the stomp tournament, because the stomp tournament's not going to be no dicking around. That's I think my true. favorite part of the weekend was, uh, you know, Steve Epstein is a legend, and he brings so much to pinball, and it was really great that he was out there running the tournament, and that we raised so much for charity, I think over 600 bucks plus the huge prize pool. I got to stay at Epstein's house and got to hear some of those amazing original Papa stories and, and Broadway arcade stories like from the guy himself, and it was just a great experience. Plus, didn't he make the top eight? Yeah, he did great. <laughs> so, and, and my my, uh, my favorite part of the place is the fact that they have a safe cracker in the, the vault room. Safe vault, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's actually the safety deposit box room, but they have a safe cracker in there. That's pretty cool. That's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, from the outside, it still looks very much like a bank. Oh, yeah. You could tell what everything was. You know, the lobby where they had all the merchandise was like an office. The break one, the break room had three games in it now, but you could tell it was the break room. And the winner was Sanjay. I know, hot streak Sanjay. Woo-hoo, he and kept it on. He kept it on, man. Good for Sanjay. He actually hardly survived the top eight. He was in a group where he ended ball three, game three. With only 500,000 on Space Shuttle, and he walked away to go play Lord of the Rings. And I walked up to him, and I was like, how's it going? And he's like, I'm eliminated, because the well, player three needed like 60,000. Um, my friend Beth from New York City, she's a great player, and she just got unlucky and got a house ball, and he had counted himself out. He thought it was over. Wow. And the funny thing is, like, I think it was, did Sanjay came Saturday? Yeah, he showed up late. Yeah, because Steve, Steve Bowden was like, I, where's Sanja? I can't believe he's not here yet. And, and, I, and I told him, he'll be here. <laughs> he's always late. He'll be here. And sure enough, a couple hours later, right, there he is. 
Tim was a witness to this, the weird rules for qualifying, because people were confused. I had to argue for Sanjay to even stay in A, because they were about to eliminate him from A with their ridiculous randomization. I think Steve caught yeah, on to it what actually, I was saying. Yeah, um, it actually, it, it hindered my sexting escapade that night, too. Oh, <laughs> what? Okay, what, what's this about, Tim? Well, all right, what happened was, I was generally being a huge pain in the ass, because I couldn't figure out how they would resolve these tiebreakers. Actually, I think if it was just 20 players in the finals, it would have been a lot less stressful. But when it bumped up to 60 and they had to get 30 in finals, it became much more difficult of a task to figure out who was in finals and who wasn't. So uh, because of me being annoying, I think Steve Vadim's like, look, here's what we're doing. We're going on Facebook Live, show you the process. But this just kind of broadcasted a three-hour argument between like several people on how we could resolve this thing. And I kept getting worried because Greg and Steve Bowden had come to the most efficient algorithm for determining it. But visually, the way they laid it out, it made you know, Bashi potentially lose a buy. So then he's like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, you can't do it this way. But it's like, no, you have to. And then it made like other people go, whoa, 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 what, what about this? What about this? And it's like, no, you guys don't understand. If you start moving the cards like that, you know, all this stuff's going to happen. So at the same time, once Steve went live on Facebook, uh, this girl DM'd me on Twitter. That's a phrase the kids will understand. And uh-huh. I, I saw this message on Twitter from this girl that I had been chatting with, and I was like, all right, I'll reply to this after. I'm sure, you know, this whole process is going on fine. And then, like, two hours later have passed, and everyone's screaming at each other on Facebook Live. And I, like, go back, and I'm like, hey, sorry about that. I, I got a little busy, you know. You see, what was happening was uh, they were trying to resolve this pinball tiebreaker, and I was trying to explain to them, you know, the most efficient algorithm <laughs> they could use in order to determine the results, and, and just totally lost the conversation. It just went nowhere. <laughs> oh, she no. fell asleep, and uh, yeah, that was that. So missed you that opportunity. You Hold on. Next morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sex next morning. And first, bum bum bum. <laughs> and you're called T-Sex? I don't get it. I know! <laughs> At one point to diffuse Francesco's illogical point of view on the subject, I said, Tim is a math guy, just trust him. I wasn't in Jersey, and I didn't even want, I was so stressed out about that part of the format that that's like, okay, I don't want to go, I don't want to deal with this, I just want to, you know, it can ha- it's going to happen, I don't need to see it, but then... Steve let me see it, and it, I had to get invested. I had to do all this stuff. Cock-blocked myself. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. The first ever cock-block tournament. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't think that's the first time pinball cock-blocked somebody. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a believer of that, and that's happened to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> can we change the subject? Yes, we can. Now, Albany... Albany Finals League Finals. Oh, yeah. See, the one, uh, it, I guess, if you would say positive thing was when I got eliminated, I, I looked at the time, and it's like 2.30. It's like, hey, I can actually make it back to Albany in time for League Finals, which I didn't think I would be able to make. So, got in the car. Off I go. I made it right when they were starting. You know, I, I walk in, like, oh, Ron, you did show up. And we started our League Finals, which they just did... It was all head-to-head with a bracket with, like, they had a loser's bracket, the winner's bracket, like, like you know, the typical bracket-type crap. And I was the top seed, being the tops in the league or whatever, so I didn't play for a little while. 
But I, I won all my matches. We got to the final, and I'm playing the president of the league, Tim. Not 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 Timmy. An, another Albany Tim. Tim. Albany Tim, who uh, that he picked the location. He has he has like all the high scores on this. It's a road show. It's all this is all one game road show. That that is our our league game. So the first game. It, we're in a situation where I'm in the winner's bracket. I have to lose twice to lose. That's the one part I didn't even put on our uh, Facebook page. This is even even worse than it appears. So I play, I play the first game, and I get one of those deals. You know, plunge the ball, like hits a sling, drains immediately. I hit Ted a couple times. He doesn't register. You know that 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 that, that kind of stuff. Whatever. So I, I get slaughtered that game. So the second game, I'm there like. I'm going for multi-ball. I don't care about anything else. If it, it, As long as I get multi-ball and get one jackpot, I don't care if I lose. That's all I want to do. So what I did is, and I noticed earlier, one of the other women in our league, when she, she was like hard plunging. She was not going for the skill shot, and it would just hit Ted. I'm there. Perfect. Free hits on Ted with the ball saver. So I was able to get Ted at least ready. And on the second ball, lock two balls, start multi-ball. Perfect. Just what I want to do except I could never get a shot at Ted. I could never get my balls in his mouth. Silence. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> but it was just one of those deals where it was three balls, got down to two balls, and I could not just get a clear shot at him, and I couldn't get trapped up. I must have had at least four or five slap saves where just saving balls all over the place, could not get a shot on him, and then drained out, like, like a simultaneous thing. Of course, where they both train, and I'm figuring, like, oh, it's over. I lost at this point. That was my shot. Well, Tim had a shitty game also. So he's got, like, and I'm looking right at it. It's 70,804,770. And I had, like, um, 56 million. So I plunge the skill shot, miss. But I start the mode, which was Mardi Gras. And, you know, it's like switch hits. Like, okay, I'll yeah, go for the spinner. That That's a good one. I'll go for the spinner. It's switch hits. So I go for the spinner. And, of course, I hit the stand-up next to the spinner instead, and it drains. And I'm figuring, oh, I lost. Like, it's not even close. What I didn't realize is I had actually had a hold bonus award on the second ball. So I had held bonus. And it, it added everything up, and I ended up with uh, 70,663,490. Basically losing by about 140k. 140k. Couple switches. Yeah. That fucking sucked. Especially after losing earlier in the day, then losing that. And you heard Bruce in the back of your mind going. <laughs> well, the weirdest thing is, and after it was over, I get money. It's like, yeah, but you won the league, huh? Okay, what were we playing for there? Then I, I'm I'm still confused on that. Congrats, Ron. Yeah, Congrats. I, I just I felt like giving the money back. Like, uh, yeah, I don't even want this. I I've failed. What's the explanation on that? How did you lose the final and then win the league? I don't know. It must be like they must be a separate thing. I have no idea. I didn't get it either. But whatever. I just so I posted the score on our Slam Till page and got lots of um, sympathy from our 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 listeners. Yeah, fail, fail. Oh my! Uh, a kick in the mail ball bag. That was good. <laughs> Uh, Raymond, Raymond Davidson, one of the top ten players in the world. Fail. Thank you, Raymond. Um, oh, Bruce. Bruce, wow. So so far, two for two in the fail category. Thank you, Bruce. Um, let's see. Zach, I bet you didn't go for the skill shot. Um, Pete, fail. 
Another one. Th thank you, everyone. Thank you. Feel the love. Feel the love. Thank you. Thank you for the love. <laughs> thank you for the sympathy. <laughs> I hate all of you. Yes. Refresh it. There's a new comment. Oh, oh, oh God. Okay. Refresh it. There's a new comment. All right. I'm looking at it right now. I'm sorry it turned out this way. Thank you, Tim. Oh, wait, wait. Refresh oh. it again. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're refreshing it again. Scintillating page reloading action. Oh, I'm sorry it turned out this way. Fail. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> People Live all suck. Trolling. Live Facebook trolling. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's class. I love it. Yeah, I, I love well, it too. Sure, failing, I was actually winning the top spot in Central New York Pinball League. So I won that league night again for Central New York. And I am now the top in the Central New York League for one more match to go. So I hopefully get the top. I'll get the one of the two top uh, positions and get a bye. Nice work. Oh my. And if you lose, I will be relentless. So you better win. What? Top seed or the, the league? The league. Won it twice out of four, or out of four times I've won it twice. So I'm not, I'm not doing too bad there. Yeah, but there's only like four people in the league, right? There's not people. There's twenty. <laughs> How many points you pick up for those? Uh, about eleven. Not bad. No, not bad. If you win it, if you take it all. So uh, we now heard of uh, Ron's escapades for the weekend and mine. Yeah, I don't have uh, sympathy for Ron because I played even worse than him on Sunday. He kicked my ass a little bit despite getting eliminated with me. Yeah, Greg, he's been in a position I've been in before where like, oh, I have game picks, and then you pick games and end up like getting slaughtered on the games you pick. Just like I was ice cold. I didn't get to play. I was ice cold coming off the bye, and I made the mistake of after the first game went terribly. I was really good at that Star Trek Valley, and I felt like I got some bad luck. I tilted my ball three trying to make a save. And after that, I just did the worst strategy you could ever utilize when you're driving the bus. I picked the machines that I saw that my opponents didn't do well on. And oh, worst uh, strategy. It's no. just the stupidest thing you can do. I don't know what I was thinking. I picked Ghostbusters to, to play against Ron and Nint because neither of them had even played it. And I picked uh, Time Machine or whatever that game is because none of them had even broken a million in qualifying. But, of course, the guy that I thought had no clue how to play got, like, 5 million on ball two, which was the best score throughout the whole weekend. So, Nint, that was his name? He's old school Papa. He used to work at the Broadway Arcade. Oh, he in yeah, I, I never seen that guy before. That guy had it going on, man. That guy was, damn, he was playing Time Machine. He's, like, he's like alley passing to get the um, Star Warp. That, that dude was good. I'd never seen him before. It's like, who is this guy? Damn. He had the hardest group in terms of every player being a strong player. I felt like, you know, I didn't get a big advantage for my second seed that you guys came in. And I think all of you had, you and you and Sanjay both had 10 points in the first round, which is almost perfect. And uh, Nint's a great player as well. I redeemed myself, though. Last night, Levy and I and the Mutants won our third consecutive Team League championship for Pinball New York City. So I feel a little bit better about myself. Nice. Team League. Now, see, that sounds like it would be fun. Get yes. some kind of team league. You need you need some people for that. That's the thing. Like, yes, how many the people? Most popular in New York City league. How many people per team? Uh, the maximum is ten. We operate with about six, usually four or five show up. Um, the A division has ten teams or twelve teams. The B division has two separate nights, Monday and Tuesday, so they have like over twenty teams. Oh, but shit. Um, it's not that far different than Buffalo. I think there's Chicago. 
Seattle, Portland, and Buffalo all kind of mimicked the uh, the format that Chris Medina made up all those years ago. I think 2011 was the inaugural. No, and Buffalo went a little wacky with their got a little split, bit wacky. with the stupid split flipper. Now they want to do tag team. That's even weirder. I know, thank you. That's why. Um, That's yeah. that Buffalo flair, baby. <laughs> Sound like you're in the middle of a bad ball. Tag out, tag out. No, no, and it, it, it's like it's gonna be like three minutes in. It's gonna go, like a whistle or a buzzer, and you have to switch with your partner. And you can't flip until you touch them. Yes. They can't oh, flip, okay. and neither of you can flip. Until yeah, it's just out. yeah, it's not pinball anymore. Yeah, that's just. Let me see tag team. I think a wrestling. That's more like uh, that's more like a relay. Yeah, relay, whatever, yeah, but still, ugh, yeah, yeah. Okay, going on to Buffalo Pinball, there's a uh, good thing going on this weekend on the 27th. Kevin Manny and Sir McTuna is going to be doing a 12-hour Twitch Mixture <laughs> Uh Sir McTuna. I'm going okay. to go that way. That's that's the way I, I do it. Thanks. They're doing a 12-hour Twitch marathon. So uh, Kevin will be doing six games and... McTuna will be doing six games and they'll be going back and forth between each other and they're giving away, they're doing auctioning off stuff for prizes and gift certificates to Domino's. I heard they're talking about it a little bit last night on their podcast and it was sounds really good and it's for a good cause, St. Jude's. Kevin actually asked me to be on for one of the hours. I Unfortunately, I cannot because I will be going down to Jersey this weekend, boys. I'm going to the Taylor Ham Pork Roll Festival. Wow, I I'm speechless. Somehow that, that that fits with yeah. you perfectly, though. I I can, I can definitely see that. that. Yes, <laughs> pork roll baby, pork roll Taylor Ham rocks. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't get the, I can't get this image of Bruce eating pork rolls out of my mind now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I could totally see that though. Totally <laughs> and see then uh, if you want to go check out those guys this weekend, it is uh, on Twitch Buffalo Pinball. It's going from twelve to twelve. So 12 noon till 12 midnight. If you do go on there, tell them Slam Tilt Boys pushed you over there. And if you definitely want to follow them for this good cause for uh, for St. Jude's. ACDC re-released. Oh, really? It's yes. back in black. It's back. Oh. No, it's not. Oh. It's back without people in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Phil Rudd, the drummer, the guy who paid someone to kill someone else. Yeah, he, he didn't make it back. He didn't make it back, no. and neither did his whole face, just him dancing across the middle of the place. Yeah, so instead of a hand-drawn, ugly face, you get a photoshopped full picture of him. Yes. It's much better. It's, it's a lot better. better. <laughs> it is. And then there's... Yeah, yeah. And there's a real bell in it this time, instead of the pro not having it, and it's going to have LED lighting, so a little bit better for that, but uh, MSRP, $6,100. It's a power move by Stern. So many people rave about that game. I have a lot of friends like Zen that have always wanted to own that game. That now that it's going to be available back, uh, you know, new in box for that price, I think a lot of people are going to jump on it. And but not I for mean, the pro. But not for the pro. the pro. Go, yeah, that's the pro price. The premium price is seventy six hundred dollars. <laughs> Hold on. For oh. MSRP. Oh. So I'm thinking sixty eight, sixty five, sixty seven. Yeah. But still, well, have there been pictures of that one yet? No. Okay. People are st- some people are saying it's going to be Lucy re-released. Some people it's going to be different hand art. They took the bell out and put it in the pro. 
Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they put the face under they put his face yeah. underneath in the lower Instead play. Of the underplay field. <laughs> I know I know you guys are all good at ACDC. I, I like that game, but I never really find myself using that many play fields on the premium. I'm, I just play Hell's Bells and a whole lot of Rosie. I don't really find that that lower Because you're not playing for Encore, baby. Yeah, God knows. I'm not getting yeah. that. No one's getting it. I have not seen anyone get Encore yet. Have you? Hey, uh, one Raymond of your listeners. Yeah, Raven. Well, there you go. You know, the one thing I wish they added to that game is the ability to be in both play fields simultaneously. Like, both of them activated. Yeah, That'd be th- cool. Think like Stewie That'd mini look- play field, like the Stewie multiball. There mm-hmm. should be Thinking something. Thinking World Poker Tour. Yeah. Those give me like ADHD freakouts. Yeah, that happens though. But I'm I'm surprised they didn't do like, and it would be like one of the mini wizard modes or something like that, where you a hell is activated while you have a ball in the upper, you know, the main play field. I'm surprised they didn't do that. That would be kind of cool. I, I always thought that would be a cool little feature. Hey, did you hear about this tournament coming up soon on July 15th, Ron? This July 15th tournament is is that Stomp? That is Stomp, and we're lucky enough to have the tournament director of Stomp with us today. Hi, Tim. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Stomp. (laughs) We picked Timmy because because then we can more go towards the pinball machine repairs and everything like that also. See, so uh, no affiliation to the trash can percussion band. That's what I first thought of when they mentioned (laughs) it to me. me. That's what I thought they were talking about, honestly. (laughs) But who who will get the picture... With the fire hydrant. Yeah, the, the picture of the fire hydrant. Well, I, I was looking at the, the whole George Decay thing. It's, it's too expensive. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's like 90 oh. bucks for the full one. Yeah, I know, but... That's ridiculous. Well, we charge 90 bucks a player. Oh, There Jesus. you go! It's oh, the nice. new IFPA fee. It's going to go towards George Decay. <laughs> no, no. But then he'll always be in the place, so then every tournament after it would be the same thing. Is the buy-in really get- that high? No. no, I'm not actually doing $90. No, no. no. <laughs> Jesus. It's $15 pre-registration or $20 at the door. I'll Venmo you right now. See? Yeah, it's basically like it's it's like the same tournaments they have at Rock Fantasy, just like at another yeah. location. And what, what I would refer to as back in the day, we called the monthly Masters tournaments. Yes. Yeah, pretty much the same. Match play. Yeah, yeah match it's all play, match play, yeah. Up. Because back in the day, we called them that because they were run by Brian Smith out of Allentown. Yes. And I, know, I still have my card. Yeah. I know at the first couple I went to that Rock Fantasy had, they were actually still using his software on a laptop before they mm-hmm. went to the uh, – before Tim came in and they started using the matchplay.event site. Now he stopped supporting the software and it wasn't available anymore. Oh, there you go. Well, that too. I actually so still we, have it on my app. I have it on my phone. Still. Yeah, if you have an old iPad or something, you might yep. still have it. I still do. Uh, it's it stopped working for more and more people, and then luckily Andreas came out with his match play yes. event software. I agree. What can you tell us about the tournament, Timmy, Mr. Tournament Director? Oh, it, it's some of the finest games in the greater Albany area. Actually, I'll say some of the finest games in all of upstate New York. All of New York. Ooh. All of New York. I'm going to go there. All right. There's no public transportation to get there, unfortunately. <laughs> so hopefully you Mr. have Thumb. a ride. Wait, Ron, do you still have stars? It's essential. Yes, of course he does. Of course I do. Stars will be there. Stargazer will be there. Stargazer will Star be there. Star Trek. Star Trek will be there. Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every star. So. 
Both of your Slam Tilt podcast hosts will be there. Maybe two stars. Both of your maybe maybe two star gazers. Many of your Slam Tilt podcast guests will be there. Yes, yes, I know, including ones I can't believe are actually going to be there. I'll have to. I'll believe it when I see it. One particular one. Are we all crashing on your couch or what? taken. It's not by me. Yes, it's true. You could do a poetry contest for the uh, couch. Spot. I have the. I have the. I have the reclining chair. That's all that Can matters. Make to a me. pinball haiku. <laughs> pinball yeah. haiku. On the judge. <laughs> Said did all your haikus. Any type of poem doesn't matter what kind of rhyme. But I, I'm hoping to get something that's quick and s- silver to to be at this tournament. Also, yes, it will be at the tournament. So it will be at the tournament. That'll be the one I'll be bringing out for Mr. Ron. So yes, you heard it. A stars, a quicksilver, a stargazer. Don't forget the nine ball. Don't forget nine oh, ball. Oh, and don't forget big game. Big game. So it's a tournament. If yeah, it's, it's a, a good tournament. It's a, well, actually, you can have either type of tournament you want because there's also Spider Man, and Star Trek, and ACDC, and Metallica. So if you nice. want to have that kind of tournament, you can do that also. I'm into it. But yeah, it'll be a match play all day. And then we'll cut to a finals with match play still. Mm-hmm. And we'll do some other side stuff for non-whoppers for people who don't make to the finals. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And if you think like like what Rock Fantasy usually does, like you have a, a game, just like pick a game and you put money in and high score gets the money or high top three, whatever. Yeah. Fun. Whatever. People get into that. Yeah. And we'll just have to figure out what games. Probably pick, you know... A game with short ball times for something like that. Stars. Cool. stars. Stars. That's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> everyone yeah. loves stars anyway. They'll, people will keep pounding money in there to try to get the high score. And please, somebody somebody beat Bruce's score. Get it off of there. Get <laughs> it off it? of there. I'm sick of looking at it. 260-something? No, no, Easy. no, no. 333. Oh, 330? You 330? Yes. He got 333 playing against me. I had 285 and freaking lost. Bite me. You suck, Bruce. But, oh, you haven't played his guys, his stars, guys. It is brutal. Is it set that you can only get the 100,000 once? You no, can't get, you can't get it There is no 100,000. Nope. You just oh, get you a free game. Turn it off. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. All right, now that score is a lot better than that. Yeah, we yeah we can't have that. Come on. That, that dwarfs everything else in the game by too large a margin. Yes, That's what makes it so much fun. <laughs> no, makes it so much easy. No, you, they, you, yeah. you can get a special and hear the knocker. It'll be satisfying. I love that knock. I think that was a haiku. If I know anything about Greg, I know he loves knockers. Oh, I love <laughs> knockers. I'll wear my t-shirt for that one. Oh. Uh, yes, you do. So, Ron, repairs this week. Well, wait well, a minute. Let's ask our... Let's well, ask hold our, on. Wait. You mentioned Stargazer without even saying uh, that a, you picked it up. I picked it up. There's now two Stargazers in our possession, guys. Well, that was your cargo this weekend that you snapped. That was the cargo. That was the cargo. So we got two... Two stargazers in the Slam Tilt Club. Two big games. Two big games. Club. Oh, wait a minute. Well, what else? Not balls. Two we're... Star Treks. Yep. Two Spider-Mans. Yep. Two Metallica Premiums. Yep. Our tastes are too similar, obviously. Did That's you it. sell your old poker tour? Yes, I did. Two roller games. No, I have no roller games. Ron I wish does. I did. I know. I do. Oh, that's true. He's part we of the ever... Slam crew. Come on. We don't have another okay. Buck Rogers, though. Sorry, yeah, Greg. if you guys play your cards right, I can bring a Buck Rogers. 
<laughs> Wait, you're gonna put it in my car? I don't think so, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny though, just for all the Gottlieb hate to actually have a Gottlieb there. That that would be that, that, that would be, be, the, that'd be the high score contest on Buck Rogers. Oh god, Wait, no! Wait a sec, I do have a Gottlieb downstairs, boys and girls. Don't forget, Bruce. You'd you'd appreciate this. My Buck Rogers has Bally flippers on it. That's a good thing. Well, you'd appreciate this. Bruce has a Gottlieb game that no one wants to pick up. That's how much they love it. It's been sold, and the guy who bought it just will not pick it up. It's been in my basement for almost four years now. Almost four, five. Oh, it's, yeah, it seems longer it? than that. Pay, pay me. It's somebody else's game. It was somebody else's game originally. It was Jerry's game. He sold it, and then the guys never picked it up. And I've asked Jerry, like, hey, Jerry, you got to pick this thing up? He's like, yeah, eventually. Jerry Bernard? Oh, uh, no. No, no. Other than Jerry. Crazy Jerry. Crazy Jerry from Syracuse. I think Who after a certain period of time, you own it legally. I, uh, you know me, I don't care about that game. So it's just, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he gets one and he doesn't want it. That's the hilarious <laughs> thing. It could be a game he actually liked or wanted. Like, oh, it's cool. They're not going to pick it up. It's like, no, please pick this up. Get please, rid of it. Yeah. Kind of like my but Ghostbusters. Now, now this proves that the the podcast gets us games. It does? I've got, really? Well, think about it. Quicksilver? I didn't ask really for it. Okay, I didn't oh, realize God. you got that through the po- Okay. Stargazer through the podcast. Really? So now we're going to put out the the call for Mr. Ron. Fans of Ron, we need two games only. Oh, yes. Ron, the, the, Ron, yes. Ron will only take only two games. Hey, you never know. He might even take it towards a partial trade towards a, uh, a Ghostbusters. Yeah, if you want a Ghostbusters and and you really are tired of your Cheetah and or Dragon Fist, I would gladly take them off your hands. See? So, there's the... That's pretty fair, I think. Or maybe both. And really go for the... Yeah, just trade me the Dragon Fist and the Cheetah for for the Ghostbusters. That's that's perfect. Premium. Premium. Premium Ghostbusters. Probably less than 100 plays. I took a bunch of pictures of it. I'm, I'm re- I actually was going to be posting it soon. It's 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 non-ghosting. It's a non-ghosting model, and the cabinet and the cabinet is not split. So I'm already two for two there. So come on, pick it up. You're two for three, Ron. I'm two for three. Okay, you still bought it. Oh. Yeah, it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're being positive here, though, guys. I didn't positive. buy it. Remember. Yes, he didn't buy it either. True, well, true. Well, speaking it's, it's, it's speaking of that, like karate on the back glass. Yeah, yes, yes. it's Bruce Lee. It, it has Bruce Lee, but he has a headband, so it's not Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's like that, that's Bruce. how they would do it. it he, that's the two games, definitely. Yep. If Ron, Ron would go for even partial trades towards this Ghostbusters yep. for one game. So, I'm asking everyone out there in radio podcast land, if you want a Ghostbusters premium, or if you want to help out, if you want to sell a game. Those are the two games we're looking for. Yep. Thank you for your support. Yes, thank you for your support. <laughs> I have a quick question since I have you tournament dudes on here. Um, did anyone win any money at Papa? And if so, have you received it yet? Uh, I know some people that won money at Papa, and they have not yet received it. Okay. My friend Paul made the top four of C, and he's still waiting for his check. Um, I'm waiting for my for 100 bucks. Yeah, that's about what I got for the B division. I had I circuit final. It. Okay, so all right, you'll get you'll get it at Pinburg. Get it at Pinburg, so I can like lose it immediately. Well, actually, no, it's already prepaid. So, 
three years ago, we all qualified in C and won some money, and they gave us a check in hand the day of. Oh, yeah, at the time, yeah, yeah they used yep. to do that. That's what they, when, I, when I won Pinburg C Division, they, they just gave you the check. That was awesome. Yeah. Good old days. Actually, they gave you cash, didn't they? No, it was a check. Okay. It was a check. Yeah. I remember because I was so elated at winning, I totally forgot there was money. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I literally, like, I had the trophy. Well, it's not even a trophy. They, they, they didn't give the cool trophies then. It was just like a plaque. But I was just like, ah, just lying in the clouds. And then when B Division ended, which was the last division end, it was weird. Like, C Division finished first, then A, then B. That's when I think... Um, that is weird. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of the few times that happened. Um, the finals was... Be- it ended up being between Steve Bowden and... Um, Brian Shepard, I think. Yeah. And the final game was on Future Spa. And Brian won. And then when it was over, it's like, you know, will the winners please come up to collect their checks? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I want money. Woo-hoo. Right on. Right on. <laughs> this, was back in the, this was back in the 400 days of Pinburg many years ago. Yes. It was the f- Less. first. Less. Yeah, it was actually the first Pinburg in the new, the first of the new Pinbergs, 2011. I think it was 169. Is that the one that Adam Becker won? No, that was he won the next year. He won the next year. Yeah, he won the second one. Elwin won the first one, of course. Here's a good speculative question. Now that we have 800 people in Pinburg this year, and you're eligible for B, Greg. Did you know that? I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a nice relief. It's less stress, but I I still am going to try my hardest for A. You got to avenge me. I got fourth last year. Hey, I qualified in A legegitimately last year, buddy. Yeah, qualified. You didn't make finals. No, I know. It's you gotta tough. get that pop of money. Um, so now that we're at 800 people in Pinburg, and they've expanded even further, and they sold out just as fast, of course. How many no shows are gonna be there, and how many walk-ins are there gonna be the day of? Is it? It used to be like 30 or 40, right? I think it's gonna be 70 no shows. I think it's this gonna year. be. I think it's gonna be double. I think it's gonna be close to 100. I can see that. 100 so- no shows? What are you talking about? Yeah. No, like, There's all- like 70, 75 people that walk in without having the, the guaranteed spot. Uh, I, I don't know if people make that risk yet. You'd be surprised. I, I know the past two years they would have been able to, but it's been close. Like last year was only about 15 spots. So, I don't know. That's true. They go through the entire wait list a couple weeks leading up to it. Pretty in the past few years. And it's like, if you hear your name being caught on the wait list and you're still not, I don't know. It's, uh, if you're, if you want to go to Pinburg, I think you're on the wait list. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and there's going to be the other, the, the Sanctum tournament. Yep. Oh guys, the, the registration for that is yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, that's Wednesday. Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. Oh, not for me, 1 a.m. in Copenhagen. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He'll be up. He'll be up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be on European internet, so it'll be faster. You'll probably get registered quicker. Yeah, my net, my internet was quick over there. Yeah, his internet was flying when he was over there. Um, I will be, I will actually go back to work so I can have access to the three different ISP pipes that we have there to make sure I can get in as quickly as possible. Good idea, Ron. I might do the same. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And and I mean we do have a web filter, but I just happen to know to know the password. Well, no, I'm I'm the guy who does the web filter, so Great. that won't be a problem. You're the asshole who keeps on blocking me. But yeah, blocking your porn, Bruce. Sorry, we can't Damn have it. you searching porn or pinball sites for that matter. Oh God, yeah, Bruce. 
Bad Bruce. My company has the entire nine block. Wow. Wow. So I, I could register from so many I, different IP addresses. I've got, I'm so many of them. I was talking to Jim <laughs> because I was nervous about being out of the country when the sign-up was, and I asked him if I could have one of my friends, like Tim, sign up for me, and he said, no, it's set so that you can only sign up once. And um, I figure it's probably going to sell out pretty quick. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's my oh, favorite yeah, point so. all year. It's, it's my favorite circuit. Yeah, I mean, when I've heard, like, I'm listening to another podcast, they had Zach Sharp on there saying, like, oh, is that, that interests me. I might try to register for that. Yeah. Like, ooh, okay. I talked to Josh, and he was like, I would never do that, ever. Forget that. I will probably only do it once, just to do it. Yeah, but the difference between Josh and Zach is Josh has kids. Yes. That's exactly what he said. He said, I yeah. have kids. <laughs> and, and Zach is like, what, running half Ironman competitions I know, and shit? yeah, and he is. Like, yeah, I, he, he was saying that that would be cool just to see, you know, to test himself that way. But once you have a few kids, sleep deprivation is no longer a joke, I think. Not even who cares, you know. We haven't even had a circuit on the East Coast yet this season other than Papa, and Trent already has like 400 points, for God's sakes. Yeah, he's yeah, he he's gone to all of them. He's crushing. He's, he's been to every single one. And he was on uh, he was on Pinball Profile with Jeff Teolis right before he won the last one, which uh, hopefully I get the reverse luck for that because I'm going to be on Pinball Profile the week after Copen. Spoiler Ooh. alert! Wow. Well, say hi to Jeff for us, because Jeff is a good friend of our podcast. Hi, Jeff. Pinball profile. (laughs) Check it out. Check it out. We have decided our next group of movies. Yep. And it is going to be Mel Brooks. We have listened to the listeners. Yes. Also, in tech news, who would have thunk it? Bally Soundboards dash 51 boards are now being reproduced. And they Woo-hoo! were used for. That's, give us some game uh, examples for those not power. so technically inclined. Oh God, you're killing me for two seconds. Oh, Jesus he's going to have to look it up. Yep, I'm going to get the full list, so I don't want anybody saying, "Oh, you didn't do it right." Because I'm sure people are like, "Wow, slash fifty-one soundboards. What the hell does that mean?" It means good stuff coming. Does that mean my Blackwater 100 will have sound now? No, it will not. <laughs> <laughs> it means my Twilight Zone will sound better. That's Bally, right? No. No. God. I'm going right to Clay. I'm going right to somebody's guys that was made in the past. Oh, that aren't available anymore. <laughs> yes, they're not available Except anymore. They, well, they are partially hosted in like the Netherlands or some shit, if you look yeah, them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could go to pinwiki.com, you know, a site that is updated. I'm sure they have the list. No, they don't. They don't? How many, how many of these are you going to end up buying, Bruce? Bally, Bruce? Me, I, I'm I'm actually happy with my Bally selection. Now it's more uh, the uh, Sterns I'm going for. Well, wow, I never uh, thought that. Space Invaders, Nitro Ground Shaker, Silver Ball Mania, Rolling Stone, Mystic, Hot Dogging, Viking, Skateball, and Frontier. Just looked at some games I love and some games I hate. Yes. Ooh, well, we, we know Tim hates been- Frontier. I hate it cost me a lot of money that game. Yeah, that that game sucks. I lose on it all the time. I like the spinner. I can't hit it. The worst game. I love the spinner. I I love that game. Love that game. Right. I, I can tap pass on it, but I can't do anything with it. If I had a, like an old Bally to get, that's up there. Now skateball. I fell in love with skateball at Papa. We watched the the Bowen tutorial that morning, and then I did exactly what Bowen did on my first <laughs> try. It was amazing. 
It's a great game too. Now hold on. Let's have a fun let's have a fun little fact. Here we go, guys. So those games we just listed off, Space Invaders, Nitro Ground Shaker, Silverball Mania, Rolling Stone, Mystic, Hot Dogging, Viking, Skateball, and Frontier. Which one was the most made? Uh Space Invaders. Yeah, Space Invaders. I'm gonna go Hot Dogging. You failed. <laughs> Space Invaders was the win. Yeah. Hot Dogging might have Which... been one of the lowest ones. Which I just the... knew that Bruce owned it, so I thought he was had some inside information. No, which one's the lowest? Uh, I'd say, uh, I'd say between Frontier and Hot Doggin. Um, I'll say Frontier. I know Hot Doggin's the lowest wide body, but I don't know if it's on that. You are correct on that one. I'll say Hot Doggin. Greg. Frontier. I'll go with Frontier. I don't see those that often. Frontier is the right answer. Just go wow. with the roster, and you'll be right. Oh yeah. Yep. I trusted you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> But only by 200 games. Yeah, what's what? How many frontiers did they make? 1850. Oh, that is and not a lot. 50. That is not a lot. That game still ends up in classics tournaments. God, it haunts me. Uh, the funny thing is, I don't know how frontier. You see more frontiers than you do hot dogs. Yeah, yeah, and you see more paragons and future spas than you ever see space invaders. But they made way more space invaders. Well, they, they parted them all out to get parts for Paragon, you see, because yes, it's a turd. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. The only good thing about Space Invaders is I beat Keith Ellen, Keith Ellen on it. That's it. That's its only redeeming quality. When was that? That was the first Pinberg. First Pinberg. Meet, wait, like to, the yeah, first to, group. 2011, first Pinberg, first Pinberg back or whatever in, in, at the Papa facility. The first group was a threesome instead of a foursome. Me... Bruce Nightingale and Keith Elwin. You guys had a threesome with Keith Elwin? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, we my. We, we high-fived and everything over. <laughs> we played Space Invaders. So, you won Space Invaders, I won Space but Invaders. Keith won the group. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. We only played three games, though, because we had the threesome. What did we play? Space we Invaders, nine, nine Ball. And Attack from Mars. Yeah. That's a good group. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the rule because they changed that. Yes, they did. Yeah. The, the funny thing is the nine ball had like the center post removed and the outlane post completely removed. And even Elwin thought that like that was kind of ridiculous. It's like it's not like yeah. it really is an easy playing game with the posts in. True. I know Tim has a horror story from like failed Pinberg experience where he had to play a two-person group. But when I played a three-person group, it felt terrible because you get those fractional points. You just yeah. feel like you're getting robbed. Yeah, two no shows in my first Pittsburgh group ever, and I went one and three, which is three and nine, which is not good. <laughs> well, they saw Tim Sexton. It's like, oh god, no, I don't want, no, don't want to play with that. Tim guy. was butthurt about that for like six months. <laughs> butthurt. It's you know, I was so excited to play in Pittsburgh, and I start just in the basement. Meanwhile, my... his friend, who was like a total amateur, never played pinball, like crushed Pittsburgh that year. Yeah, he made B finals. Yeah, he did good. I, yeah, I was able to do it the next year at least. So I got some redemption there. This year I'm winning it, so it's Ooh. like winning the whole thing. Oh, yeah. and Papa, you're, you're, doing you're it back to back. Wow. I think I think Tim and I both learned something playing in Papa A this year that I think our expect at least for myself, my expectation was that I had a better chance in classics. And classics was tough. I almost qualified in the first two, but I felt like if I put all my effort into A. 
I would have probably had a real chance at it. Because we both ended up pretty close. He was like, what, you were 33, I was 39, and we had some good scores. I had a couple top 10 scores. It was doable with the new format. It was totally doable. I think I'm just going to focus entirely on the main division. It was doable. It only sent me back like $500. Oh! <laughs> you don't have your Papa credit card yet? Doug already gave me my Papa line credit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. that means, Greg. <laughs> What's a Papa credit card? I used my Discover card. Yeah, I'm just joking around. Yeah. But yeah, I, and now he's finally I, seeing the bill and discovering how much he spent. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I well, that, it grouped all my payments together and added that them up. That new app, that new app was so convenient. It was just like clicking buttons and getting entries, not even waiting online. It, it was amazing. It was too convenient to pay. It's just like, oh, this is. It's not like it's not even money. It's just click, yeah. click. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that was that was too easy. Okay, guys. Fun part of the segment. Fun part of the segment. Let's try that again. Oh, segment. Fun pa- segment that is a fun part of the show. No, fun part of the segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me write that down. That's what we'll call it. fun part of the segment. Fun it- part of the segment. <laughs> and it is? Game you like, game you hate. We Did you do your- one. one of each? Or you can pick one of the same game. We really want to be. We never had that yet. Oh, that would be weird. Greg, as our guest, would you like to go first for game you like or game you hate, or would you like to pass the buck right. to your? I'll go. I'll go first. Okay, game you like or game you hate. I'm not gonna pick my favorite or my least favorite. I'm gonna pick a game I like and a game I hate. Game I like, <laughs> Congo. And reason why? Just a fun tournament game. I always enjoy it. I usually crush it, and uh, I don't see them that often. Okay. Game I hate. Okay, you're going all the way down. Go ahead. Black hole. Yes. Ah. yes. Yes. You should not drain for hitting a shot. Yes. Yes. Well, you should you should not drain because you didn't complete a bank of drop targets, and then you get to sit there and watch your fucking ball just vuck right and through. And then, the, and then your the opponent down. does the same thing, and it pops back into fucking play. Are you kidding me? Well, <laughs> that, that's a malfunction, but still, I just that whole concept of beneficial. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's taking the whole like. When Tim was talking about he didn't like things saying you failed, that's like taking it to the ultimate extreme. You didn't yeah. complete a drop target bank. You failed. Here, asshole, watch your ball yeah. drain as I give Die. you the finger. Die. Yeah. Fail. Poor, poor game. That was a good pick. That was, that was a, good a very pick. good pick. Mr. Sexton. I'm going to start with the game I hate. Okay. Bride of Pinbot. Nice pick. Okay. Very nice yeah. pick. That yeah. was on my list too. Um man, what an annoying game. Got a bunch of no, you know, the ten loops million, that the, go the, nowhere. The, the billion point shot pisses me off because you can have a great game, miss that shot, somebody else gets it, and they beat you. Bullshit. Yep. It should be set it should be set so that you always get it. Yeah, I mean but but not even miss the shot. You could hit it enough times and never get that award to even shoot. Yeah. You can't set it to always get it, though. You can set it to 99% chance that you get it. And the rest are at 1%, which, figure that math out. And so you have a 105% chance, I guess. And everyone will get it except for you, (laughs) if you set it that way. Because it still is higher than a 1% chance that you'd actually not get the billion point shot. I hate to be negative, too, but the Bride of Pinbot 2.0 is not any better. I hate it just as much. It didn't change the strategy. It's still ramp all day for yeah. the points. I never liked the music, honestly. Too techno-European for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't say that. You'll offend Tim with the Skrillex thing. No, Skrillex is American uh, bro step, not techno-European, not even close. <laughs> Please don't Get confuse your electronica yeah. subgenres. What did you just say? <laughs> yeah, everything you say makes me feel old. And bro step? What? what? What was that? What did you say? Bro step is the Americanized version of dubstep, which was a British electronic music genre. And then it was popularized by people like Skrillex, especially, and then some other people. And then it became tropey and samey and kind of retired very quickly. But Skrillex still remains the best sound designer and pioneer of that whole genre and 2010 to 2013 uh, music movement. That's why I respect him. <laughs> okay. Excellent. And on that note, I have no clue what the fuck he just said. But... Me neither. Yeah. But, you know. So, right, game I like? Game you like. All right. So for my game I like, I'm going to pick Bride of Pinbot. Oh, my God. Um, I think it's really cool how, like, uh, you hit the ramp, all the lights turn out, the heartbeat starts going, Brad and Pinball comes alive, starts singing. Uh, I think it's a really cinematic game. It's a lot of fun to play outside of tournaments, and um, it's a cool pinball experience, I think, for people who are getting into it. You know, can tell them, hey, look at this Brad and Pinball game. It has this story that's very obvious. You can do this, you can do this, hit this big ramp. A lot of fun, and I really like the music. Unprecedented. <laughs> no one's said it before. Yeah, I have to say fail on that one. Fail. fail. You just pulled a run, Hallett. Yeah, I did that once to pick ah. the same game. Yeah, you, you stole my gimmick. Fail. You just said before this segment that it's unprecedented someone would do that. No, unprecedented for a person to do that. Not a host. Ah, okay. Uh, me, me, me. Okay, my turn. No, no. go ahead, Ron. <laughs> game, I, uh, game, game, game I hate. Let's get it out of the way. And this is this is how confident I am that it's going to sell. Ghostbusters. Oh, see, I'm just going to say it. Allowed. I'm allowed to. You know, usually you're not allowed to do it because you own it. But no, you know, you're allowed to hate. You're allowed to. You're allowed to. Oh, hate that's right. You you well, yeah. You make these rules up. Like yeah. Why would you Why would you own a game you hate? But yes, obviously I do. Didn't you win it for free? Yep. Well, there was tax, but yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just I I've said about as much about it as I can. Just the airball galore, the just the the draininess, the and that's not even fair. I like games that are drainy, but not in this way. The you feel like you're just getting screwed draininess with just ridiculous crap happening. I just now just I'm done talking about it. Now game I like <laughs> and it's all thanks to the tournament this Saturday. Because I never really got to play a good working one that was in good shape. Valley Star Trek. Yeah, that's did, a good one. Did not mind that at all. I was I was surprised. I, I like I like the games where you have to complete the target bank to get the multiplier. Especially when it's as difficult and as drainy as this thing was. Oh, and the target's bricking as bad as they did, but it's Bally. Yeah. You know what changed the strategy? They had it set and this was actually cool for tournament, I thought. They had it set where the special was fifty thousand and you can get it unlimited. And the shots were a lot easier to hit down the targets than to collect the bonus. So there's a certain point where if you're going for those top scores, you might as well just chase the special a bunch. Good way of looking at it. I wish they had they, they had it like it was a restored. It was like a new playfield. I mean, so it looked gorgeous. But they put they put brand new targets in it, which kind of helped with the so, breaking. Yeah. 
for those out there, if you have old Bally targets that are not broken, just clean them up as best you can and leave them in the game because the new ones yep. just, they, they brick badly. Did you notice that the old play field was up on the wall hanging yep. to its left? Yeah, they had the old worn play field up with a little note on, you know, restoration and the new play field and all that. Okay. Game I hate. Oh, okay. What league game is it going to be now? That seems to be nope. that. No. Nope. Okay, what got league nope. game is it going to be now? Thank you, Volcano. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> hate the game. I hate the I don't like the game. I don't like any Gottlieb game where I lock a ball and then I drain that ball and it kicks out my lock ball and I can't flip the flippers and it just says, fuck you. So that's all of them. Yeah. I know, but it still sucks. That's all of them in that era. But yes, I hate that too, but they all do that. Game I like. We're going Williams, boys and girls. Space shuttle. It's a good game. Ooh. We've got to play Cannot, that. You can't, you can't deny that one. That's Steve Ritchie doing the voice. How how can you how can you deny that? Three, two, one. It's so bad now that like I can literally recognize his voice even when it's monotone or, or digitally <laughs> altered. I can tell it's him. It's bad. Exit pilot one. <laughs> they didn't use a, a pop, they didn't use a pop guard either. So when he when you've ever listened to Space Shuttle when he says pilot one that the P sound is is too loud. Like they didn't use a pop guard. Exit pilot one. Abort so, mission, abort liftoff, firepower. I have a strategy question for Bruce and, the, and, and all of you, really. So for Space Shuttle, mm-hmm. do you go for the three-ball multi-ball, or do you nope. just cash out <laughs> two? two? I ignored a multi-ball. I ignored a multi-ball. Spinner all day, right? Spinner all day. It depends. It depends. The spinner, the spinner was not spinning good enough on this one okay, for now, me to take the one that it, strategy. The, the one we have. Yeah, the one I have up by us, the spinner rocks, and you can actually sweep all the targets to get your 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 spinner value up more. Oh my god, that's all! I, everyone's going for multi ball, and and they do once in a while beat me, but pff, it's a safe shot most of the time. Going for that spinner, and then just hopefully it doesn't drain out bad on you. You know, out of the pop bumpers, most of the time you can recover it, catch it, and go right back up again. Yeah, the the Buffalo Open, if I remember, one of the classics they had. Space shuttle mm-hmm. and the spinner was good, and that's what we, I think it was me, yeah. what me, Trent, um, I think sure. it was Fred Cochran, and I can't remember the four, but whatever. I remember we were all just hitting the spinner. That's all we yep. were doing. So, yep. Yeah. Glad you brought good. up because uh, Tim is directing this weekend. Also, very unique launch party. Yes, yes, yes. There's this new Steve Ritchie game. This is exciting. Brand new, brand new Steve Ritchie first. game, and it's a wide body. It's incredible. They've they've gone and it's a really wide body. It's 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 the widest body you can go. It's called Stellar Wars. It has I mean how many drop target banks does it have again? It's got all these cool features. Let me see the post. I'll oh, try to read it bank. in Levy's voice. It's it's you can spell Stellar Wars. It's got spinners and drop targets and it's wide. It's really oh, wide. And it's Steve Ritchie. Three banks of drop targets. Three banks. Three banks. Not Five pop bumpers. Four in lanes, one captive ball, 30 inches, one machine, <laughs> Stellar Wars. It's awesome. I mean, I can't wait to play this thing. I've seen the pictures. It looks, <laughs> it, looks, it looks pretty cool. I mean, it's nice to see they're going back to the hand-drawn art. It's an expensive one, 25 buckaroonies. Yes. But, they, but you get some trophies. We have four signed Game of Thrones posters and a couple of Star Trek stickers for your yeah. car bumper. 
Wait, Ron, are you coming out this weekend? It's a possibility. Awesome. Very strong possibility. And conflicting with Buffalo, I'll be streaming this on Twitch, but I'll keep a link to their channel if you guys want to go donated. I'll send you over there for the good cause. But if you want to see how the Stellar Wars finals play out, yeah, if you want to learn pinballs. the rules of this brand new pinball machine. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And, and the artwork is by Connie Mitchell, which I had to remind Tim that that is a man, not a woman. Here, remind you informed. Yeah, informed. <laughs> Because <laughs> it is everyone says Connie Mitchell, but his name was Constantino Mitchell, and did did a shitload of games. Actually, I didn't realize how many games he did, and because he eventually went to it looks like Gottlieb and did a ton of Gottlieb games. So I'm sure Bruce hates him. Of course, he invent snail time. Uh, yeah, well, that's yeah, I believe that's his artwork. But he also did Gorgar, which is probably one of the best art packages that Williams ever had, and especially that era. I should have picked that game this weekend. Gorgar. Yeah, that that was more controllable than the Star Trek, in my opinion. Because you could oh, at yeah. least alley pass, and you could keep it down out of trouble at least a little bit. Mm. You, were, you were creeping on me at the end of qualifying. You watched me almost blow it up a couple times, and I kept just missing the last snake pit to collect the 400,000 yep. score. Yep, and I would have kept... I, I wanted to keep playing that, but um, Mike Pantino was, I think, second in it, and I didn't want to knock him out. What a was sweet actually, guy. There was, there was a lot of that going on. And it's like, well, the funny thing is I was second in Amigo and um, what was Bosky? Is that Bashi. his name? Bashi. Bashi was talking shit constantly to Alberto. <laughs> and, I Al- and I love him. He was hilarious. So Alberto wanted to, to beat his score. And I told Alberto, you know, if you beat his score, I'll be third. That won't be good for me. And he said, oh. And he literally didn't play anymore. <laughs> he didn't play that game. It's like, thank you, Alberto. The one reason I wanted to go to Morristown was to interview Bashi about the time he met Koksal Baba. <laughs> He's a Turkish viral internet star. And I've uh, had the blessing of encountering some of his YouTube videos, and I didn't realize Bashi's actually met him in real life. So I hope I get to meet him soon. Oh. So Koksal Baba. What's Bashi's all this weird good... stuff he keeps pulling out on this? Yeah. What the I mean, mm. I thought I was, like, one of the young guys in pinball, but Tim is so, like, <laughs> internet trendy. He talks about all this stuff, and I have no clue what the hell he's talking if, about. If so. you guys haven't seen any Coxal Baba videos, just look up Coxal Baba or Little Man Punches Normal Sized People. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, number one, <laughs> you'll have to spell his name because no one's going to be able to spell that. Uh, K-O with, um, is that an umla, the two dots over it? K-O-K-S-A-L and then Baba. B-A-B-A. Uh, he's got a YouTube channel. He used to be on Vine. Uh, he's everywhere. He's on Instagram. Uh, he's a uh, he has some type of dwarfism, but this doesn't stop him from taking on uh, normal size adult men in Turkey and beating them up with sticks and punching gloves and stuff. Oh and, my! Uh, okay. He uh, tries to enforce the law. Does he win? Uh, they don't really fight back, so yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Jesus! Okay. Uh, there, one of my favorite vines is the time that a goose attacks him and he has to jump up on the porch and scramble away. <laughs> but Yikes. when it comes to like a normal six foot tall man, he's not afraid to back down from the fight. Just like a, a goose. Interesting thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, actually, I'm normal. <laughs> we didn't. I don't think we mentioned this yet. I got this on my list. Because this is, is this tonight, the real sports it thing? It is tonight, 10 o'clock, yeah. HBO. Yeah. 
So, uh, real, Brian sp- real sports. Brian Gumbel's real sports. The story on um, Robert Gagno, which was uh, a good portion of it filmed at Papa this year. Yeah, we might all be in it. Maybe I, I I tried when they were doing some interviews. I tried to make sure I was walking behind someone, being the camera whore I am, <laughs> to try to get on. Yeah. I, hey, it worked. I with, might have done that. It worked at King of Kong, so maybe it'll work there. Yeah, I was in the other. I was in the other um, movie with Robert in it for a little bit. So Bruce, you you've seen it already? Yes, I have. What did you? No spoilers here, but what did, what did you think about it? It was good. It was really good. You know, I think it was well done. I'm not going to give anything away, but there's a couple little. Funny things in there, and a couple surprises, of course. There's one really good game in qualifying that they capture. Which was? Oh, I didn't want to be the spoiler. If I can spoil it, I'll go ahead. Wait, what, what, no, I'm not going to say what the game one is. Funhouse score. Number one Funhouse score on camera with the camera like in his face as he got 60-something million. Yeah. So I see if that makes it one. in. Yeah. yeah, I think it definitely made it in. So check that out, HBO, if you got it. Yep. If not, you can do what Timmy's going to do. No, I have it. He's okay. just going to watch it legally, HBO. Bruce. Come on. Don't get yeah. people in trouble. Jesus. God damn. <laughs> be on my TV box. Yes. Uh, is, is it time for the bag? It is time for the mail ball bag. The mail ball bag. Mail ball bag. As in mail. What do you guys prefer? No, we we've decided it's the mail ball bag. I've 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 given yeah, it to you. Yeah, Ron seems like he caved in this argument. I caved gave in it this argument. It, it, it yes. looks good when I type it. Because it's mail, M-A-I-L. So it's like, ha get it. So let's see. Bringing up some mail now. I'm doing it myself. Me too, I'm doing it. Oh, just, just, <laughs> he, uh, Tim has hacked into our mail. Yeah. I will get the first one. Okay. And you can have the second and fourth one. The se- Wait a minute, we have four? We have four. I'll take the third. Okay, oh. you can have the third. Okay. Okay. Uh, Zach, uh, Scott Charles has said, we did not talk about any of his software adventures, which we did not. But hopefully we'll have Zach on for another time. And I will lead the email, too, to Mr. Ron. Yeah, Pete. Pete, he, he did not. He was not a fan of Zach. <laughs> he should never be allowed back on the show. His opinions didn't make any sense, and his lack of enthusiasm was terrible. Wow. Yeah, I guess you'd have to know Zach because he's pretty much like that all the time. It's just it's Zach just is his very way. quiet. It's very... Just, he's very he's very calm, very reserved. He's chill. That's he the word. Yeah. He, he said uh, the one good thing about him is he sounds like the comic book collector from The Simpsons. Yes. Oh, comic book guy. Okay. I don't think he really sounds like. Nah. Okay. Then we got. Uh, oh God. We got I'll Ryan. We got I'll Ryan. Because he, re- he requested you. To yeah, he requested. And he mentions Tim in this email, too. He, he requested that I, uh, this is Ryan from Australia, and he requested I do the Australian accent on this. So it's actually been requested. He says, uh, yeah, I was going to send you a voice message, but I don't want to get angry and sound like a dickhead on the air. Maybe you guys should hurry up and invite me to the show, or do I have to move to New York compete? Con- or do I have to move to New York competition player for that? So please, Ron, read this out in your best Aussie accent. 
I was going to email you guys as I was so indecisive about if I should sell my Ghostbusters LE. It's funny because I had a friend lend it to me for two months. And when you don't buy a pinball machine, I think you can be more impartial about how good or bad it is. So after two months, I asked my mate when he wanted it back and he asked me if I wanted to buy it with a new play field and about $1,000 worth of mods for a good price. Even though I didn't love Ghostbusters, I still liked it enough and thought it might grow on me as an owner. Wrong! Fucking wrong, mate! Holy shit, I have grown to hate this game! Today I thought I would have a deciding game. Ball one, Mr. Skillshot. As Tim Sexton says, I'm in jail. Hit this stupid ghost target, and the ball drains straight down the middle. Mr. Skillshot again, and when the ball bounces off me, flip it into the right scoop. For some reason, Slimer's hanging out in the city, moving left to right, but not in a hittable area. Come down to the playfield, you green c- C-U-N-T, I'm on guard. Ball drains from Magnus Sling, chucking it down the middle. I start, who bought the dog? Scaleri Brothers pop up. I hit both and collect the super jackpot. And he screams out, triple super jackpot, so damn loud. And it's only worth three million. Ball drains straight down the middle again. I don't need your advice. I rang up someone and the game is now sold. There are so many things with the software that need to be tweaked and fixed. And with Star Wars rumored to be announced in three weeks, I cannot see Dwight working on this for a while. Should I buy Star Wars or should I start the process? Oh, should I buy? Oh, should I buy Star Wars and just start the process again? At least it will be a safe, Richie game, and maybe I can hit some combos or some shot satisfaction out of it. Rant off. Sorry. Oh, wow. I really like that. That setting captured <laughs> exactly how you feel when you play Ghostbusters. It is. <laughs> feel my pain. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Now we have Pinball Princess as the next email. I have to say. Ryan, you get the email of the week. No, I, I, I thought I got the third email. That was the third email, he, but he requested Ron to actually. Yeah, uh, Ron really. Well, I got one. Great. I got one here. Okay. okay. Okay, it says, crazy deal on extended auto warranty coverage. Excellent. Uh, it might be uh, spam. It might be spam. Hold on. Uh, this isn't. <laughs> no, hold on. I, I got okay. another one. I'm in the same. Vehicle uh, gets older. Cost of protection increases. Get a free quote. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not a yeah. Let's uh, see. Um, I got another one from your same mailbag. Um, milfs looking to fuck in your area within five minutes oh. of you. Click now. What are you sending me, Tim? Jesus. Uh, I don't put your credit card in there. I am uh, really a lot of debt. Oh, yeah. too late. <laughs> oh, damn it. Have you guys ever checked out the section at Rock Fantasy in the back? <laughs> uh, you mean the porno section? Yes. Uh, it is. Uh, it is littered with gilf videos for some reason. <laughs> Those Middletown guys have interesting tastes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no one bought them. <laughs> That's why they're there. I, I got, got a bunch of them, and they didn't work. I tried a couple of normal videos since I had credit with Keeler, and I was very disappointed when they did not work. <laughs> that, that's a no buy, along with Ghostbusters. Yeah, no buy. Yes. No buy no that. Buy. All right. Final email we have from the uh, pinball, pinball princess, princess Steph Guida, and this is this is much shorter. This is this is only uh, she gave the uh, let's see six hundred seventy six hundred and seventy. Let's see, dear Slam Tilt, and maybe guests who are maybe Timmy and maybe maybe Greg and maybe 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 some other pinball person or people. Coming to you live from the procrastination station. Oh, I like that. Is another is another poorly planned, quickly written email. 
Nothing says quality like starting a project mere hours before the deadline. It's well-known college wisdom. <laughs> this time, I'm only off of one episode. Oh, off one episode. Okay. Coming through each episode and taking notes sounds like one hell of a project. And if I ever do that, brace yourselves. That might not be, might end up being novel novella length. I think I said that. Right. Novella, right? Novel length. Is it yes. in a novella? Novella length. So don't worry. It won't be a marathon of letter reading... Ron is a trooper for reading all 2,000 words of my last email for 15 minutes. This won't be 15 minutes. If you're alternating, it's Bruce's turn, and he drew an easy lot. If you're not alternating, Ron does not have to worry about talking a marathon after taking talking a marathon. Marathonception, if you will. Let's see. In regards to the last episode, I think Zach was a great interview. He, like most of your guests, I suppose, was quite well-versed in many facets of pinball, added an element of deadpan humor to the usual wacky straight man duo of Slam and Tilt. I'm not. Uh, you're the wacky one? I'm straight? No, no. I'm the straight man. You're the wacky one. What the fuck? Yeah. And the cool thing is, back in like the vaudeville days, the straight man always made more money. So just remember that. <laughs> Ron tends to play straight man, but much like Beavis, has the ability to go cornholio and equal Bruce in wackiness. <laughs> At which point things seem to dissolve into prolonged bouts of snickers, giggles, and oh my's. Oh Having my. Zach on was like Beavis and Butthead being joined by Daria. It was brilliant. <laughs> there you go. Actually, that's, that's a very good analogy, yes. You could tell Zach he's Daria. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sure he'll love that. I do have to say I am surprised to find out there are people out there who are as badly versed in movies and other pop culture mediums as I am. I don't know if anyone was as bad as Zach. He didn't even know what Star Trek was, or Star Wars. Or, 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 or at least... <laughs> On that note, I have to take, make one last feeble attempt to make George Takai identifiable. On NBC's Heroes, he plays Hero's father. Fun fact, his car's license plate was NCC-1701. Interesting. Mm. Michelle Nichols, who was Uhura, was a character, also a character on the show. Heroes was awesome for the first two or three seasons, and they were among the many reasons why that, though, is also one of the most recent appearances of Takai I can think of and have done my due diligence. I also just wanted to share that his license plate was NCC-1701. Seeing that when the show broadcasted was a moment akin to many callbacks the new MST-3K has been making to the original MST-3K. Does Greg have any idea what that is? Nope. Nope. How about Tim? Well, we know Tim. I was love, yeah, no, I love MST3K. Have you seen any of the new season? Just the first episode. Reptilicus. Oh, oh, yes. oh, I know what you're talking about. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you think of Reptilicus? I liked, um, I mean, I was kind of thinking about how they would keep the format or what they would change. <laughs> they pretty much went the same, and I wonder if they should maybe experiment or... No, I don't know. No, because they wouldn't. They didn't piss off the fans, but uh, they, 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 they experimented in different parts before, and it, it never went well. They, they should yeah. stick to the formula. Yeah, it ain't broken. Exactly. The different voices for the robots was like the most bizarre thing for me. Well, yeah, and, and the fact that at least the first four or five episodes, I can't tell which one's talking. Yeah, I can't either. And the the, the puppet work is bizarre. I don't know. I just oh yeah, with Tom flying around. Yeah, but just their their movement is is because they have different people. They have two people working each bot now mm-hmm. that aren't even the guys doing the voice. The guys doing the voices are like off camera, working the mouth, which is bizarre. Like they're not even there, and they're not yeah. when they're in the theater, they're actually not 
live doing the riffs. They're lip syncing to a pre-recorded riff track that they already did. Ah, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Watching the theater, like the crow's mouth hardly moves at all, and it annoys me. But the audio levels are much better. The mis- the original Mystery Science Theater had terrible audio yes, mixing. Yes, and and but Crow's hands are huge now. It's weird. Sorry. It's- Back to the letter. Also, I am glad that there are other people who like Black Rose. I like Black Rose. The one machine that I've encountered is rarely played, and no one around me seems to enjoy the machine. It's probably the one in the uh, shed. At uh, Keeler's place. Of course, that could be influenced by this particular machine. If Timmy is on, he knows the machine in question. It could probably elaborate on any of the quirks this machine has as compared to a standard Black Rose. <laughs> Leaning, shots don't register, flippers are weak. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. But I know, that, I know that most probably do not have their left outlane blocked off. Really? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. I love the theme and <laughs> artwork of the table, though, and I find it pretty fun to play. Okay. Oh, no, she's got that word again I'll have to pronounce. Oh, I would be remiss if I neglected a chance to give props to fe- a fellow listener. Shout out to Ryan from Australia. God, I hope I got your name right. In t- twist of irony, I am not fat-checking myself at all here for correcting those two on how you pronounced... Um, say it, Bruce. The, the the word that we pronounce wrong. How are we saying it? Oh, the diggery do, diggery do, diggery do, whatever What's you want right, to call it. The right way to say it. Didgeridoo. 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 Somehow amidst 2,000 words, I forgot to mention that. I will make up for it with an audio clip from Pod People displaying how to properly pronounce winged potatoes, though. <laughs> okay. I'm going to abandon my three or four other topics of rambling and postpone them for a later letter. I promise less marathon-like than before, after all, and for me to get into that would probably boost this up from 500-ish words back to 2,000. As always, love the show and see you all around. Vehemently suppressing the urge to call this letter anything related to a quickie. Oh, oh my. Ooh. Player 31915. Wow. Wow. That was right. only 500 words. That was only 500 words. Okay, I'll play the I'll play the clip, but unless you watch Mystery Science here, no no one's going to get this, but let's see if you can even hear it. I got to get up close to the speaker. It's a very short clip. So, here we go. So, I don't know if anyone heard that. It's just it's a it's a clip from Pod People. Uh, which is a very winged potatoes. Very, very, yes, winged potatoes. Which I like the episode, but I, I never. I don't know. I, I didn't like it as much as most everyone else seems to like that episode. <laughs> I thought it was a good episode, but not like everyone seems to think that's like one of the best episodes they ever had. That's how people feel about a uh, Manos. I think. Yeah, it's it's no Manos. Well, at, I, Monster Go Go is every bit as bad as Manos. That's horrible. Yeah. A movie so bad it just ends because they ran out of money. <laughs> A lot of Mystery Science Theaters, I wind up falling asleep during it because the movie's so bad. Oh, that had the single worst scene. They show a phone, and literally a guy just goes, and the guy picks up the phone. That's the sound effect. <laughs> it was that bad. I'm not making this up. That that empties out the mail ball bag. Oh, my. Oh, my. How many episodes have they, have they uh, committed to making a Mystery Science Theater with the redo? Are they doing like a whole two, three Well, seasons they're seeing if they, they did a full season 11 of 13 episodes. Was it 12 or 13? No, 14 episodes. Yeah, 14 episodes. And if they get picked up by Netflix, which it is looking like that's going to happen, there'll be another yeah. season. It'll be a season 12. It's got a big following. Yeah. Classic, you know. I have my, um, my membership card from like... 1999 or whatever still <laughs> the show was on 
Actually, I should say a former guest, Chris Bucci, is also a huge fan. Yes, Even more so, like he has the Amazing Colossal episode guide. He's got autographs from all of them. He's actually going to their live show they're doing in Chicago, I believe. They should make a pinball machine. Oh, now that would be good for geeks. That's a topic that I think would be cool for the shows. What would be your custom pinball machine? Beavis and Butthead. Beavis yeah, that's and what Butthead. my noise was. Beavis and Butthead. See, I, I, have, I have no hesitation. Right? The pop bumpers, <clears throat> back and forth. <laughs> the only problem, the, what would, the, the music video. Yeah, what would the story be though? You know, every pinball has to have a story. Like in the video game, it was like they have to go to the Gore concert. Yeah. You can't have something like they score because they can't score. That can, can't ne- score. that can never happen. <laughs> so what? Was, what do you and have? Make it no. Make it an impossible goal where literally it's like. It's like a Valnor you can't reach because of some conflicting states, so they can never score, and neither could you. <laughs> I always imagined like a garage shot similar to that of Simpsons, but like where you lock the ball in the garage, and when you finally get all three, it just starts shaking like they're like they're whacking off before it releases the multi ball. <laughs> they gotta have like a cornholio mode or cornholio multi ball. There you yeah, go. Yeah, like the wizard, the wizard mode. Jackpot! Jackpot! <laughs> Hey, Bruce, you still on? I'm here. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you fell asleep or something, you know. <laughs> nope, I'm here. <laughs> He's got HBO turned on. Oh, I do. It's been another 10 minutes. What the hell, boy? Damn it. Damn you little bastards. You know, I'm sick of doing this damn podcast. You got to use some more propane products on your podcast, you know? Sorry. You do that well. Yeah, very well. See, when I do that, I, I think of Anderson. I don't think of Hank Hill. Yeah. That's that's the difference for me. That's Tom Anderson. Oh, no, I was hearing Tom Anderson when you did that. You know, you both have been whacking off in my tool shed. Yikes. Yikes. Okay. All right, are we ready for upcoming events? We are. Which we've gone over a bunch of them. Really? Uh, there I think is... it's a bunch. We don't go downtown. Ooh. Downtown. They have a weekly downtown. show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know they have a lot of shit down there. Uh, you have Levy's thing coming up this Saturday, boys and girls. The Stellar Wars Launch Party! Experience Steve Ritchie's exciting new game. And this Thursday, it's Syracuse's The Cloud City Ison Moment Pinball Tournament. I don't make these names up, boys and girls. What's that about? What was it again? Ison Moment. Ison Moment. Spell that. Hold on, give me two Eisen, seconds. Like Eisen, like like yeah. ice. E S I N. Oh. E N. Eisen. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I'm just telling you. Exactly. I'm just going uh, by what he's saying. I don't get it, butthead. That like, doesn't do make I. any sense. Totally agree. That's this Thursday. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going down below? You got your uh, weekly tournaments at Sunshine. Uh, actually, I'm hosting the finals tomorrow early because uh, we're going to be out of town the next week. So tomorrow, we do the top eight right before the Pinball New York City ceremony party. Mm. Mm. Ceremonies. See, in New York City, they have ceremonies. Mm-hmm. We don't have any yeah, like it's that. Like, it's, it's the culmination of the 350-person league, though, so I think it probably demands it. 350-person league. I, I am unfamiliar with such things. Fantastic in July coming up, yep. and Stomp on the fifteenth of July. Stomp, stop. Yeah, Pinvasion is uh, June eleventh. 
Yeah, in, in uh, Georgia. Georgia, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta at the SFG. Don't forget the IFPA Championship Week. There's a whole bunch going on. Yeah, I saw it's some other, other continent. You're going way, way worldly. We're like a regional thing. Yeah, okay. That's, it's, it's, well, we could mention the IFPA thing, you know, being that we had Josh Sharp on the podcast, perhaps. Oh, yeah. You know. And we got this guy going, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think there's the Classic World Open, which is Saturday and Sunday. We're not going to make it up for that. But that's got a really cool games list, a bunch of games that Bruce would approve of. That's sort of like a Papa style. Uh, then Monday into Tuesday is the Danish Pinball Open. And they've got mostly modern games that are super popular, like all the new Sterns. Then the Retro Arcade Open is that format I told you guys about where it's head-to-head, where you play the same group of nine people, but you play everybody twice, and then whoever does the best uh, moves on to A. We got the Epstein Cup, United States versus Europe, Thursday. USA, USA, USA. Come on, everyone, USA, USA. USA. Haley George representing USA. You, yep. uh, come on, mm-hmm. I can't even get a USA chant. The damn USA. podcast. Four people, yeah, come on. It's not going to sync up, it's Skype. There's delay. It's Skype, it's delayed. That's why I don't even bother with that. Uh, like... I'll edit it so it's perfect, come on. No, you won't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, IFPA ends the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Long format, amazing. And I'm going to make a prediction right now. Daniele Acciari. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, uh, www.pinballlifter.com. Come check out my stuff. Lifters, helpers, tilters, mods. We got three minutes to finish this all up in a nice bow. Thank you, uh, Tim. Thank you. Mr. Greg, good luck this weekend. You're always welcome to come on here. Tim Balls, you are a staple. I'd love to be back. You're you're more than welcome to. Anytime. Well, you can come back after after you've won, and we can talk about your your victory. Last year, I I tied for 32nd and lost uh, an eight-way tiebreaker, which I finished third in. But I was happy that Zen, my good friend that I'm flying out with this this weekend, won that tiebreaker. So that was better. But my goal this time is just to qualify the top 32. That would be a big accomplishment. So that's what I'm shooting for. Is is Zen going to be wearing any of his um, colorful like shirts, or should I say colorful, oh, yeah, uh, vulgar like shirts? Um, I have to be I have to be careful because every time I hang out with Zen, we get very degenerate and get way too drunk before the tournament. Yeah, even starts, yeah. That's funny. Because I think it doesn't have shirts like the Terminator shirt that says like yeah, you fuck know you fuck asshole. you asshole on it. Yeah, yeah I saw that. It's like well, does that say what I think it does? And it's not even like you know asterisks for the letters. No, it just says fuck you asshole on it. <laughs> wow, I like Zan. He's a nice guy. It's just funny watching him awesome. some of these crazy shirts he wears. So thanks everyone for being on the podcast this week. Thank you once thanks again. Thanks for having us thanks, again. Greg Pavarelli. Sunshine Pinball League. Alex Jones. Better known as Tim Sexton. I can't get used to that. I really can't. That is weird. I don't even know who he is. That's the thing. Yeah. Am I supposed I know. to know who Alex Jones is? Is that somebody? Greg, you haven't known a single reference I made to any pop culture stuff this episode. So. It's great. <laughs> so why, why start now? I'll see everybody <laughs> yeah. later. This has been episode 44 Skyfall. Remember, you can catch us on Facebook. Just look for Slam Till Podcast. Also on YouTube, just search for Slam Till Podcast. We can be reached at our email address, slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. 
I'll say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Martin Reinhardt.